Welcome to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. I'm Matthew Neal Davis, an author, lawyer, and owner of one of the fastest growing law firms in the country, built on the idea of helping businesses make smart decisions. I'm going to teach you in this podcast how to protect, improve, and grow your business by dealing with your problems before they happen, because prevention is direction. Vamos, amigos. Howdy, kids. I hope you're healthy and happy wherever you are out there in what my son calls the interwebs. I'm your host, Matthew Neal Davis, for the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast, where we focus on how to deal with your business vulnerabilities. Now, for episode 30, we're going to take a look in the tool chest over at Johnson's Hardware, which is a fictional business that we outlined in chapter 15 of my book, The Art of Preventing Stupid. You can pick it up anywhere books are sold, or you can go back to episode 27 and get the goods on the adventures of Stan Johnson there. Now, one of the sayings I like to live by is the best dentist has the most cavities. Now, I know that's not a common saying. In fact, it's just about as obscure as it's going to get. Back when I was a bucktooth kid, my parents were kind enough to send me to an orthodontist, G. Franklin Forney, to get those chompers pulled back in my head. He had this carved wooden cowboy about three feet tall that had that saying etched around the base. Yeah, pretty dang weird, right? But you know, that's how it was growing up in West Oklahoma in the 70s. Well, that plus a lot of macrame and decoupage. Like usual, I have a point with this, and my point is to establish a little authority here because I bet more than one of you is wondering what in the hell is a lawyer doing talking about marketing and sales? And specifically for our purposes here, ineptitude in marketing and sales. Well, let's start with the baseline that most lawyers are universally horrible at both. It's a matter of industry pride, as a matter of fact, to be horrible at both. And to be clear, marketing is getting the lead there, the customer to the door, for the opportunity to have the transaction. Sales, on the other hand, is the closing of that transaction and, come on, let's emphasize this and, and ensuring the opportunity to retain the customer for repeat business or upsells. At least that's how we define it at my firm, and since I'm the host, I get to make the rules. Except for those horrible ambulance chaser ads, lawyers just don't get it. And for most of my career, I plead guilty to the same. In their defense, up to recent years, advertising was prohibited under most states' bar rules, and to this day, you're generally prohibited from direct solicitation of potential clients. Now, advertising is just one part of marketing. But the law business kind of took it to an extreme and never made marketing part of their repertoire. And because they collectively decided to suck, they could afford to do so and stay in business, particularly those that are reasonably competent and diligent. I was raised up in the law business with a great old bunch of geezers that taught me all sorts of tricks of the trade, but just like I mentioned, marketing wasn't one. Eventually, when I had my own shop, just me and a laptop in a spare room in my house, my marketing strategy was even worse, so to speak. I didn't have a website, I wasn't in the phone book. 
but it met my goals. I didn't want any more clients because I was busy as I could stand to be with repeat clients and referrals from existing ones. Then I had a midlife crisis, which involved spreading the message of teaching clients how to efficiently deal with their vulnerabilities so they can maximize their opportunities and building the law firm to do the work that the, all that created. Well, we grew the business by over 600% in four years, and I couldn't have done it without a crash course in marketing and with some great help from our marketing director, thank you, Mrs. Winfield. Bringing us back to the point, I have a lot of marketing cavities because we've made a lot of mistakes along the way, and I can really see the difference that marketing makes in a business. Sales too. By the way, lawyers are horrible at sales because they just wait for somebody's pants to be on fire and then they go, oh, well, I've got a fire extinguisher. Of course, that's metaphorically speaking. Another way of making this point I'm making is I like to learn from people who've made mistakes rather than those that have had an easy path. They are the ones that know the lessons you need to know, which is, by the way, the point where we're going to pivot in episode 32 to an interview format with business owners and managers with some emphasis on their stupid mistakes. Probably more than a little of some there. We've all made them, there's no shame in that, unless you make the same one more than once, right? Now, meanwhile back at the hardware ranch, we have Stan Johnson bumbling around getting a D in marketing ineptitude. Well now, Matt Davis, aren't you being a little harsh on Stan, you may be thinking. Not really, Stan just won't do anything to up his marketing. He believes the Little League baseball sponsorships are the ticket to ride. And that may have been true in 1978. But it's a different day. And Stan knows the times are changing. You know, that's, he knows it. That's why it's so painful. And by the way, that's why it's ineptitude. Because he knows it. And I'm not representing myself out to be a pro in hardware store marketing. But doing nothing is an obvious enough failure. Or at least a D. But again, this is about vulnerabilities, and this is a huge one for Johnsons, particularly if an aggressive competitor shows up to try and take their turf. There is so much more that can be done, and sitting on your duff is not an option that's going to help the stores maximize their opportunities. Now, on sales, they're doing better. I gave them a B in the book. Part of this is because it's a pretty simple sales model. The customer comes in needing a hammer, screwdriver, washer, go find the stuff, close the sale, right? Long as you're reasonably priced. So sales at Johnson's are just routine consumer transactions. And one of the keys to that for Johnson's is solid customer service. And I might give Stan an A, but he really hasn't paid any attention to customer service. He just kind of figures it will take care of itself and oddly enough, based on their stability, it seems to have done that. But now, isn't there really a little dose of ineptitude in that? Just leaving it to chance? Yeah? Okay. Bottom line is, Johnson's Hardware is a business on autopilot. It's like a lot of mom and pop shops all over the world. They do things like they always have, and that's why they eventually go out of business. And the more I think about it, I maybe should have been harder on the sales bit. With the growth of retailers like Amazon, Johnson's could be in trouble. The customers appreciate the convenience of the small local store with the friendly face. However, buying from your smartphone could real easily trump that. This is a business with great bones and with some leadership, it could really go on to the next owner and the next owner. 
I mean, there are plenty of points, though, of ineptitude that are making this company vulnerable. Johnson's is just kind of a tired company. It needs new life. And the lackadaisical attitude speaks volumes about its lost opportunities. Still, I mean, don't you like Stan and just want to buy your stuff there? So it's bittersweet, guys, and it doesn't have to be. Well, let's get a bow on Johnson's hardware and move on to some air quotes here. Final thoughts next week. That's kind of the fun of it all. There's a deal every day, like my grandma used to say. And then there's the immortal words of the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Ooh, Jackie Blue, ain't a game less sometimes you lose. Bum, bum, bum. Right there? Got that? You know, it's like Jack Stack called it in his book, The Great Game of Business. It can be fun and rewarding, but it's not going to be if you keep making stupid decisions and unforced errors. And that's what we're all about here, teaching you how to avoid those so you can get on to bigger and better levels of play. Thanks again for listening. Check us out over at artofpreventingstupid.com. I am out of here to go be a dad.